Hi guys, welcome back to the Live to Inspire podcast. As always, you're truly here, Dave Coleman, with another episode. Uh, this time it's episode 26. Uh, and today I wanted to talk to you guys about something I've discovered called negativity bias. Um, so I suppose you can sort of guess uh, the, the clues in the title, right? We're talking about negativity. Um, and it's something I kind of felt that when I heard about it, it was a real, I don't want to use the word trigger, but a real poignant factor for me that just gave me a little bit of a light bulb as to a possible cause for um, degrading negative thoughts um, and, and that sort of perpetual cycle, I think. Um, and so obviously from the back of uh, the previous episode, I want to try and give people uh, or you listeners some more factors uh, and solutions as to these, what should we call them? Challenges, let's call them challenges. So uh, negativity bias, right? As always, definition, we've got to start with this. So the negativity bias, negativity bias is a cognitive bias that results in adverse events having a more significant impact on our psychological state than positive events. So in a nutshell, um, we, we subconsciously give more weight um, or significance to negative experiences than we do, excuse me, the positive ones of that of the same value or same intensity uh, and thus it affects our behavior, right? Um, so again, a little bit more context, it can occur um, even when, so if you've got an adverse event or a positive event, both, let's just say at the same time, um, the, they're of the same magnitude. However, because of the negativity bias, clue in the title, we will put we will put more weight onto that negative event than we will the positive. Um, really strange. It, it's, it, it sort of reminded me of the time when if someone asked you, tell me something you like about yourself versus tell me something you don't like about yourself. It's really easy, really, really easy to find things that you don't like. You know, you can list them off, bang, 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 bang. Whereas if someone says, okay, tell me something you do like about yourself, it's potentially a little bit more challenging. Now, I always used to think that this was the result of um, like a social conformity or is that line of, of sort of confidence and arrogance, like where are we on that, on that line, on that balance, that scale? Uh, no one wants to come across as super, super arrogant, but then confidence is key. Uh, you know, you know within yourself if you're good at a certain you have really good traits that you that you exude and, and positive vibes that you're putting out, then you know why wouldn't you be confident about that? But again, I suppose it depends on how people would interpret you as a person. You in your delivery of saying I'm really good at X compared to I'm not so good at Y, um, those kind of factors. So we will always always it's it's habitual right back to the caveman. Uh, times when we will always focus on that negative factor, that negative bias will always reside and we will always place more value on it. Um, so the question would be then, 
you know, why? Why do we place so much value and, and why is the significance on negative events so much? Um, it's a perfectly good question. So we, we effectively remember the negative, okay? It's because we place, uh, it, it's like the, the fight or flight. We, because of a negative event, it, it's associated with trauma um, and, and it's a protective factor. So if we have that negative event and we and then we, we keep revisiting it in our minds, going round and round and round, it's, it's a protection thing that will allow us that if that event happens again, we can see it coming and then we know we can either fight or flight from that. So it's a protective thing. Um, so that is why we would remember a negative far greater than a positive. Um, so, um, just before I come on to the strategies of, of how we can overcome a negative, negativity bias, um, one of the factors as well, um, going back to what I was saying about, you know, what are you good at, what are you not so good at? Someone told me many years ago, it's almost like a classic interview question, you know, what, what are you not good at? What are your weaknesses? People want to find that, that chink in your armour and the it leads into how we're going to overcome this negativity bias. And that is that we don't have weaknesses. We just have areas for development. So it's a slight tweak on what the question actually is. But if we are really, really good at some things, it just means that the things that we aren't good at are just not as good as the things we're amazing at. So we have a very high sort of standard um, and we're trying to create a balanced environment or a balanced persona across the whole board for us. So a little top tip there from, from yours truly. Um, so I've got five points, five strategies, I think is probably a better way uh, of how we can overcome this negativity bias. So first and foremost, straight off the bat, just be aware. So the power of negativity. Um, if you're aware of a negative environment, a negative situation, a negative person, um, negative scenarios, activities, things that you might be involved in, then because you're aware of that and, and you're aware consciously, not subconsciously, consciously aware of that negative factor, just don't allow it in. It sounds really, really simple. It is a challenge. You do have to almost train yourself to it. But but don't be drawn in. Don't be drawn into that negative event or allow it into your brain. Be aware of it. You know, you can take it on and, and or, or listen to it, I should say. Listen to that negative factor, but don't process it. Let it go in and straight out, which is effectively the same process that we do with positive events. Someone gives you a compliment, you look well today, you look like you've lost weight, you've got nice hair, whatever, sun shining, I don't know, whatever the positivity is, our brain won't process it. It goes in one ear, straight out the other. So if you're aware of negative events, try and do the same process with it. That's challenge number one. Point two, turn the positives into sticky ones, right? Like Velcro. Make a point of rather than that positive process in straight in, straight out. Allow yourself, I think I've said this before, allow yourself to submerse 
within the moment. Um, be, be present in that moment, enjoy the experience, be aware that it's positive. Again, going back to that first point, block out the negative, aware of the negative, but also aware of the positive and process it, allow it to stay in your brain. And then you can form an association or an attachment with that positive event. And then when you revisit it, you're, you're making the negative bias smaller and the positivity association greater. So make it stick and keep processing it and it will stay in your long-term memory. Um, point number three, <laughs> there are five, I said this. So I think I've mentioned this before in a, a few other episodes. A, a gratitude journal, gratitude diary, daily gratifications, whatever it is, even like I write things on my phone, on my, on my laptop. I just make notes, I screenshot various quotes of positive, positivity or positiveness, if that's a word. Excuse me. Um, so at the end of each day, or even at the start of the day, I always make my bed every morning. That for me is a positive start to the day because I've made my bed. And then regardless of what happens during the day, I've started my day by completing a task. I've set myself up for a win. And then when I come home, I come home to a made bed. That for me is a massive, massive win. So it could be in the morning, that's personal preference. It could be in the evening, you can reflect on your day. Even at the end of the week, so for me, I take myself out, uh, whether it be the park, the beach, uh, coffee shop, something like that, and, and I just fully decompress at the end of the week. I process and reflect on what I've done, what I've achieved, where I've been and where I've come from more than where I am now, where I am at present, and processing that what I've done, I've achieved myself, and it creates that positive cycle, reflecting on how much you can achieve and um, removing that negativity bias. Um, so the next one, point four, is around kudos. So it sounds a bit strange, um, and, and it sort of dawned on me, um, about things like certificates and pieces of work that you've done, statements people have written about you, whatever it is, actual physical, uh, a physical reminder that you can associate with a positive memory. So as, as a coach, as a teacher, um, as a mentor, any of the roles that I have when I'm working with people uh, and they give me feedback, so any of you guys that leave feedback for, for the episodes, for the podcast, that's amazing. And that is not necessarily a kudos folder, but again, I would screenshot it. I'm very grateful of it. Uh, any things like five-star ratings, again, that for me is, is kudos. And it's just a little reminder, a physical reminder, rather than a, a visual memory, uh, a physical reminder that is tangible, you can get your hands on and you can reread it, you can pick it up, someone else has written it with pen and paper and or ink or whatever it is, an email, and read it, keep reading it. And that is a positive memory and, a, and an association of something that you did well and something that someone has gratitude for you as a person. So you do have value. So find those things. They will be there. Trust me, they will be there. You just have to find them. And when you do, again, we're squashing that negative, raising the positive. So... As much as that is a physical reminder of positivity, you can also do the same with this final point, which is ink and water. 
Now it sounds strange when I, I was reading about this, but again, as a visual, as a visual, again, people learn in different ways, whether it's visual, auditory or kinesthetic, that you can drop some ink into water and then it will dissipate, it will diffuse throughout that water. Now, when we associate that drop of ink as a negative thought or a negative event, negative bias, as soon as it hits the water, it's really, really concentrated. But if you leave it for a while because of diffusion, it spreads out and then eventually that water, okay, it's not gonna be completely crystal clear. It will have a slight effect in it, but it's spread out, it, it's, it's, it's virtually gone away. And, and that is a visual reminder, or you can use that as a visual cue to be like, if that's the negative thought, act, you know, I, can, I don't know if you wanna do it, if you wanna try it, have that negative thought, get a pen and ink, uh, drop it in a bowl of water, and it will splash, it will be annoying. It's like that, you know, trying to pull the plaster off. Once you pull it off and that ink's gone in the water and it starts to diffuse, actually, you know what, if you apply that same logic to that negativity bias, eventually it's gonna dissipate, it's gonna spread out. And what, what is the worry? What's, you know, you've got an area for development. It's still, it might still be there hanging on a little bit, but it's only gonna be a 1%, isn't it? So you can change that, it's a visual cue for you. Um, so it just associates the weight that you can associate with a negative thought. Initially, it's really, really concentrated. It will hit you like a brick wall, bang, it's right there. But eventually it diffuses, it spreads out, and then you'll forget about those past events that were really traumatic. Because as well, when you start to raise that positivity bias, that positive association, you can flip that negative, that weakness, that area for development, now we're moving up to positive again, that it makes you into the person that you are today. You're better, you're stronger, you've got more resilience, you're more tenacious about things. So like I always say, I believe in you. You, you should believe in yourself and be proud of where you've come from and where you're going to. Stay on the journey, keep the dream alive, Remember, I, I'm, I say remember, I thought about it, I haven't done it yet. I need to do an episode on goal setting and dreams. Almost alluded to it all then. Um, keep the dream alive, keep your dreams alive. Enjoy the journey, enjoy the process. Because if there are barriers, when there are barriers and negative events that happen, you know what, you can just squash them, embrace them. Don't let them stay in your brain and think about how far you've come. So as always, from yours truly, Dave Coleman, we will get there, if not immediately, eventually.